what's going on what's up what's up what's up this is the tnt podcast welcome first episode ever this has been like so long overdue like i can't remember how many times that we mentioned to each other like we're gonna do this we're gonna do this and then like been a year in the making guys so this is like all of our hard work and all this so very excited for our first podcast if you don't know us my name is Tracy, but you can call me Smiley. And on the other hand, we have my girl, Taylor. Taylor, take it away, girl. You could call me Taylor, but on my work mailbox, it says Tracy. So I guess you can call me Tracy, too. Because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, you Taylor and know. Tracy is the same thing. <laughs> and if you did not know, we are pretty much addicted to wrestling. Literally. That is literally all we watch. I literally just got done watching wrestling. So, if you don't like wrestling, you've come to the wrong podcast. But if you do, welcome. I hope you stay. By the way, we both don't have a filter. So, (laughs) be ready for (laughs) a lot of cussing and a lot of talking about sex. Not sex, but a lot of talking about ass, maybe. And Finn Balor's abs. And Finn Balor's abs. And Cedric Alexander's abs. And his face is just, okay, I'm going to stop now. Let's get right to it. Let's talk about the bullshit that was fucking Monday Night Raw. Oh my fuck. So we start off with Kurt Angle coming out. Well, first it was Braun Strowman coming out talking about what he did to uh, the has-beens Brock Lesnar and uh, what is his name? I just forgot. By the way, absolutely hilarious. she, if you did not know, Taylor is a person who does not like Brock Lesnar very much. Oh, okay. I'm going to re- rephrase that. She hates Brock Lesnar, and it does not, this that name will not be, well, it will be said. It will every be time mentioned, we say Brock, we will either boo or talk shit about him. So, well, if you don't like Brock, I suggest you get off this podcast. Because yeah, because it, she really hates Brock, and if she don't, if Taylor don't like Brock, bitch, I don't like Brock either. <laughs> If you don't think I have a filter now, just wait till I get on my Brock Lesnar rants. But oh. anyway, that's for a different topic because he actually wasn't on Raw this week. Thank God. By the way, if you have not seen her Brock Lesnar rant, I would totally go to her YouTube, but we will talk about that at the end of the podcast. All right. So All right. we start off with Braun Strowman coming out to the ring talking about what he did last week to Brock and Kane. And then all of a sudden, Kurt Angle's music hits. He comes out. It's with security guards, by the way. And I'm thinking, hmm, what's Kurt got up his sleeve? So he comes out, gets in Braun's face, talking about what he did was very, very bad and all this. And all of a sudden he says, Braun, you're fired. And I'm like, oh shit! Going to SmackDown Live, my first instant thought. And That's then... my, that was my first instant thought, too. It was like, is he going to SmackDown? What? This was not in the freaking news or nothing like that. <laughs> this was not trending on Twitter. If I would, if he was going to SmackDown, I probably would have been the first person to know. So I was as shocked as everyone else. I was like, what the fuck is going on? So when Braun, you know, found out he got fired, he was pissed. He had that look in his eyes. And so at first, you know, they followed him all the way to the outside of the, how we say, outside of the area by the exit doors? Like the parking lot, as they so call it, I guess. It wasn't outside, outside. It was, like, still inside, but it was away from, like, the set, I guess. Backstage, wherever the fuck. I 
I don't know where the fuck it was, but he was like slowly going to the exit doors, and the security guard did the wrong thing. You don't touch Braun. And it's that's rule number one. What? Rule number one. Rule number one. Don't touch Braun. Do not <laughs> touch Braun ever. So or the security will... guard did the wrong thing by touching Braun, and that set Braun off. So pretty much he murdered every single one of those security guards. Threw them over like they were in a fucking Royal Rumble or something like that. Just threw them all over the fucking everywhere. Throwing them, throwing them, throwing them. I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> and let it be known that, like, this is how it was last time when he went for the Universal title. Like, they built him up to be, like, this fucking, undis- un- like, indestructible, larger-than-life character. And then he lost. So I'm just like, okay, yes, cool build-up, cool storyline. I'm all for it. But then, like, it's going to come to the Royal Rumble. It's going to be Brock wrestles for five minutes. He gets thrown out. Be Kane and Braun fighting and doing all the fucking work. And then five minutes later, Brock's going to come back, F5 one of them, and pin him. I just... That made me mad. That really made That whole match pissed me off. It was less than a 10-minute match. And literally, Braun... Not Braun. Brock literally kicked out of everything Braun threw at him. And it only took one F5... The fucking pin up. Oh, I was. I was like, what is this bullshit that you just gave me? Was this on a pay per view or was this like a regular Monday Night Raw? I can't remember. I thought it was on a pay per view because that was the last time. I thought that was the last time he defended his title because it was Joe, or it was it was that triple threat at SummerSlam. Right. And then it was Braun after that in September. Right. And then he hasn't defended it since. Exactly. I mean, what happened to the 60-day rule? Um, we should not talk about that. Anyway, <laughs> so after that, Braun pretty much said, you know, he's not going to stop till everybody gets these hands. And I'm like, yes! Everybody about to get these hands! <laughs> and so, it pans back to the ring, and the bar comes out. I'm like, oh, yippee. Another match with the bar. Are they not set the bar? They are. Isn't that like a Ford commercial? I don't know. I, I swear, there's like a truck, and they're like, we're not just the bar, we are the bar. And I'm, and like, I'm like, is that where they took it from? Yeah, I was like, oh, so that's where you're getting your punchlines from now. Okay. And so, pretty much there, well, the match was the bar versus Shane <laughs> and Titus World, sorry, Titus Worldwide! <laughs> And from their shocker last week to actually, you know, actually winning a match, which they have not won in months, they've literally just been there to drop out to everybody. And they shocked the world by actually winning a match against Sheamus and Cesaro after Sheamus was backstage, Sheamus and Cesaro were backstage talking to Kurt, saying they won the rematch for the Tag Team Championships because Seth and my annoying black son, Jason Jordan, won the titles, which I'm still pissed about. And so they want their rematch at this next pay-per-view, which is the Royal Rumble. And I'm just like, the Royal Rumble is already like five hours long. Why would you make it even longer? Another rematch. Like, like, this is like their fifth fucking rematch. Like, even with, even if it was Dean Ambrose, I'd be like, no, this is stupid. Like, uh, I, 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 I don't understand it either. Proper booking. What? Proper booking is something that WWE don't know how to do. Nope. Nope. 
but I just have to accept it. Um, and that, oh shit. Um, and then like Dana Brooke too with them. I'm just like, why? She could be used as like, like if she was built the right way, I feel like she'd be a decent wrestler, but like they put her with gimmicks like this and I'm like, Really? What do you mean how she built? I think she built fine. Like she, she used to be like what? What are those muscle people? Oh shit! Bodybuilder? Yeah, she used to be a freaking bodybuilder. Then she came to the WWE. Like that girl is built like a fucking truck. <laughs> yeah, but she like I just I would like if to me I feel like she could I I I would put the title on her just to see what she could do. It's like she's okay. Like I, I, she went back down to NXT for a while. Like. She really hasn't done anything since the whole Emma thing. Like, she was with Emma, then she wasn't, and she started doing things by herself. And she hasn't had a title shot ever, from what right. I remember. She hasn't had a title shot ever. And she just went down to NXT for a while, and, you know, actually, you know, got down to practice, you know, with all the NXT people. She could actually come back and be a fucking beast, but I don't think they're going to do that. They don't know really how to book her. I wouldn't be surprised if she's one of the people that gets, you know, released this year. Because I know they're going to do, like, a whole bunch of more releases, and I wouldn't be shocked if she's on that list. I wouldn't be shocked. I'd be like, eh, she could go be with Emma and go to WrestleCons and shit. I wouldn't be shocked. But, That's uh, why. What? Yeah. Anyway, you know, go for it. You can continue. All right. Okay, so the match was, eh, okay. I was bored throughout the whole entire thing. I was, like, on my phone. And pretty much... It, it was matched about 10 minutes in, and all of a sudden, Jason Jordan music hit. I'm like, yo, what the fuck? <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck is Jason Jordan coming out here for? And then all of a sudden, that Titus O'Neil. What's the other one? What is his name? Apollo. Apollo Crews got the pin for the one, two, three. He actually pinned uh, Sheamus. And so I was like, holy fuck, they won again. <laughs> oh, my but, God. But fucking help from Jason fucking Jordan. And then all of a sudden, Seth comes out of nowhere to sit there and stand next to fucking Jason Jordan. I'm like, where the fuck are all y'all coming out of? Popping out of fucking everywhere. What the fuck? This makes no fucking goddamn sense. Like, the funniest thing, though, Seth's standing there looking at Jordan like, what the fuck are you doing? Exactly. It, it made no fucking sense. It made no fucking sense. So then they went to commercial comeback, and we have a cruiserweight match against Cedric Alexander versus Tony Nese again. If you did not know, I am a Cedric Alexander addict. <laughs> I love me some fight. fucking Cedric Alexander. I will fight you over fucking Cedric Alexander. If you ever have one bad thing to say about him, I will cut the fuck out of your throat. Don't ever talk about Cedric Alexander. I already think he should. He deserves the goddamn title. I was not happy when they put it on fucking Enzo. I was like, I know you literally just put him down there for fuse for you know for people to have to have people actually watch 205 Live and people really didn't watch it. I mean, I did. But to have Cedric go down there, not Cedric, to have Enzo go down there and win the title from all of these goddamn superstars that's literally been down there since day one, and to have fucking Enzo of Moray, of all people, win the title and keep it for this long. Why? I'm just, I'm just so over Enzo. Like, oh. I was never... Like, I was, never I was okay with him when he was with Big Cass. I was yeah. okay with him when he was Big Cass. But I was never sold on the fact that he, as a singles competitor, like, now he's just annoying as all hell. Yeah, now he's kind of just like a joke. And plus, 
I, uh, it, it pissed me off because you t- he took it from Neville of all people he took it from Neville and then that's when you pretty much lost Neville because you had Neville job out to other cruiserweights I'm like how dare you you had the king of the sorry the king of the cruiserweights freaking job out to the other cruiserweights after he's literally been the freaking cruiserweight champion since he got down there like how dare you and I'm kind of glad that he's gone I'm kind of glad Neville decided to pack his shit up and leave WWE he deserves so much more like he kind of like he kind of started getting the idea after he didn't get that big huge royalty check from the Wrestlemania match because his match wasn't on the fucking DVD which I was upset I'm like I know it's a pre-show but it's Neville and Austin Aries why the hell wouldn't you put down the DVD and that's how the fuck you lose them that's how you lose your talent by doing fucked up shit Sounds like a CM Punk story. Ah! That's right, I said it. CM fucking Punk. I am a big CM Punk fan. If you don't know, he is from my hometown, and I forever will forever love me some fucking CM Punk. And I don't give a fuck what anybody, what any of your little marks have to say about it. All right, you can kiss. Lear's <laughs> just listening to this like, oh fucking hell. <laughs> All right, let's get back to it. we told this guy. All right, so this match, it was okay. So I guess Goldust is now a part of 205 Live, even though he is way above 205 pounds, which I am actually okay with. To have Goldust and Cedric Alexander's corner, I am totally fine with. I am okay with this. I don't know why everyone else is complaining. I like it. Let's get, let's push Goldust. Yes. Can we do that? I'm sick of him being a jobber. Let's push Goldust. He's like... He when he finally retires, he's going straight to the Hall of Fame. And I don't give a fuck what anybody says. He's going straight, straight to the Hall of Fame, and he should, as he should, as he should. So pretty much this match was over in less than five minutes. Cedric Alexander won with a goddamn lumbar check. Easy peasy. I'd be lying if I say I didn't fast forward through it. That's so bad. So then we get back to Braun. <laughs> Braun and his war pass. So pretty much Braun makes his way to catering. He uh finds little old what is his name? The jobber that can't win? Um Kurt. Kurt Hawkins finds yeah. him. Poor little Kurt Hawkins didn't run fast enough. And <laughs> he threw Kurt Hawkins to a table. And then there was a guy as Braun was getting ready to leave, there was a guy standing there with a big old chocolate cake. I'm like, Braun, please do not destroy that beautiful chocolate cake. It looks delicious. Don't do it. Please don't do it. And instead of destroying the cake and the man, he takes a piece of cake, bites into it, puts the cake back down, and goes back on his warpath. We're not worried about the condition of any other human being, but we're worried about the condition of a perfectly good chocolate cake. Yes. I didn't know about any of the people. I just want the chocolate cake to be okay. That's all I cared about. So, I think I think after that we had Oscar versus Nia Jax, which was actually, I'm not gonna lie, it was actually a good match. Just the way yeah. it ended pissed me off. I was like, we're gonna have. I know you need, you know, you need Oscar to, you know, stay undefeated and all this shit. And I, look, I don't care. I'm gonna say this, and I don't care how anybody feels. I'm over Oscar. I'm over it. I'm over the Oscar hype. I am over it. I need her to lose already. Just lose. I was over it when she started shooting with Emma, and like, it was just shit matches, personally. Like, 
like Emma got squashed and Emma's not a fucking jobber. Right. And I'm just like, okay, this is stupid. Just have her lose, get it over with. And she used the Black Widow. Am I the only one who saw that? Oh, you like, mean uh, AJ's, uh, not AJ Styles, but uh, AJ, AJ Lee's old finisher? Yeah. 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 I know she doesn't call it the Black Widow, but she was using the Black Widow. I don't care what anyone says. That's I what it was. That and I was like, so we're just going to steal moves now? We're just going to steal moves? It's I like Hideo Itami with the go to sleep. I know. First she did that, but they still call it the go to sleep. But it was the fact that uh, Corey Graves said that Hideo Itami made it popular. I was like, wrong, wrong, wrong. There was Bitch, one you are wrong. who made that shit popular. His name is Sam fucking Punk. Not Bitch, fucking Hideo Itami. He did not like, make that no shit popular. To him, but like, seriously, no, not no, no. And then they took it away from him because he injured somebody. So then they gave him the fucking rings of Saturn, a.k.a. Neville's finisher. They have a bad habit of doing that, just stealing other people's finishers. Piss me the fuck off. WWE be doing some fucked up shit. So it pretty much ended with Nia Jax hurting her knee on the steel um, stairs. She barely could walk. She really slowed that injury because I was fucking worried. I was like, yeah! I know. I was like, no, not another one. No. Yeah, I was like, we already have like five people out with injuries. No, not her too. No, make it stop. Make it stop. But I'm realizing that she was okay. I, I had to just stop. I'm like, kayfabe, Tracy. It's just kayfabe. It's kayfabe. Stop. Yeah. It's it's okay. No, she's like, fine. I was freaking out on freaking Twitter. I was like, girl, she's injured. Everyone's like, she's so fine. She's okay. I'm like, okay, good. So Oscar remains undefeated. And I was just like, oh, of course. So then we get back to Braun. <laughs> we get back to Braun on his war path. And this time he goes outside to like the he No, he, I think before that, he actually goes to Kurt's room and he destroys the whole entire room. He destroys everything. The lamp, the chairs, the TVs destroyed. While he's looking for Kurt, I think it's before the night check, yeah. Before the Nia Jax match, he destroyed a room. So then we get back after the match, and Braun's on a warpath, and he's headed to the, um, not the recording studio, but, like, the production bus. He's heading to the production production bus, and Kurt, you know, they pan over to Kurt, you know, and the referee saying Braun's heading to the production bus, and Kurt's like, oh, no, you know, that's that's worth $6 million. So we pan over to Braun, he goes inside the freaking truck and he's just like throwing papers. He's, you know, pushing people and, you know, you want to fire me? Blah, blah, blah. And so he's pushing all these buttons. I was like, Brian, I was like, I was like, Brian, don't actually push the fucking buttons. You could hit, you could do something. Don't do it. <laughs> so he's pushing all these damn buttons. He's just, you know, throwing paper in the air, pushing people out. And so he finally leaves the truck. And some guy in there is like, is everyone okay? You know, everyone's trying to get back, you know, trying to get out the freaking uh, truck thing. And all of a sudden, we see the whole thing move. And I'm like, what the fuck's going on? And I guess Brian got in the truck and got the, the, the trailer off of the truck. And so it pans to Brian being outside the truck. And this freaking maniac hulk of a man actually tipped over this goddamn truck. And I'm like, holy fuck. <laughs> the thing I was confused about, they're like, oh, he tipped over a tractor. 
No, it's not a fucking tractor. We're like, I was. Mm. It's a sixteen wheeler, a sixteen wheeler truck. But and Michael Cole like over here. Oh, it's a, it's a tractor, and it's. Mm. It's a, a truck. It's a tractor. It's a truck tractor trailer. Yeah, that's what we're gonna call it. We're gonna call it a truck tractor trailer. <laughs> that's what <laughs> we're calling it. But pretty much, he tipped over this big, huge mammoth truck thing, and I was just sitting there stunned. I'm like, holy fucking shit did he just do that i'm like how the fuck did he do that i know he couldn't do that you know all by himself there had to be some kind of help in the back or something a crane something i'm over here looking for i'm like what the fuck where the fuck where is it where is it where's the crane i know braun couldn't do that shit by his fucking self so at least it wasn't as obvious as when he was like tipping the ambulance over in it with roman reigns in it so then after that, he heads back to the ring, back to, you know, uh, outside of the ring. He's headed, you know, back to where the crowd is. And Brian goes through the freaking curtains and heads to the freaking announce team. And <laughs> the first person he picks up is poor little Michael Cole. <laughs> My favorite part of it all. I was like, oh, no, Michael Cole's about to die. <laughs> <laughs> Again. Again. <laughs> And so before that, I think as you know, people saw Braun coming. Booker T actually pushed Michael Cole. I, like I don't know if anyone saw that, but Booker T totally pushed Michael Cole. I was like, oh, I'm like, am I the only one who saw that shit? Yeah, I didn't see that. Oh my god. Yeah, Booker T actually pushed him. I found that fucking hilarious. Booker T was like, hell no, not this bitch. Not even so surprised. Michael Cole became victim of Braun, and before as he picked up Michael Cole by his pants. And his, you know, his best. Kurt comes to him and says that Stephanie McMahon has rehired him and the match is back on. And he, and Brian just didn't give a fuck and threw Michael Cole anyway and walked the fuck off. And I'm like, so you fire him, him go on a rampage for an hour just to rehire him. That makes sense. WWE logic. Totally exactly. makes sense. Totally makes sense. WWE fucking logic. So fucking goddamn sense. Son of a bitch. <laughs> so then the next thing was that segment with Enzo, Bliss, and Naya, and I just I don't understand where they're going with this. Like I don't I don't, I don't understand this segment, and I kind of just wanted to end. <laughs> I really yeah, like, wanted uh... to end. Like, I, I, I know, like, you really don't know what the hell to do with Naya because you have the whole page and absolution thing versus Bailey, Sasha, and, uh, well, the person don't do much is Mickey James. I want, I want to go in her closet, by the way. Her fucking outfits be on point every time she comes to the ring. I'm like, yes! Right. Anyway, yeah. so I, I, I don't know what you want to do with this goddamn love uh try not triangle but love story thing you want to put between Enzo and Naya. I I'm not with it. I'm really not. Like no. Like I, I kinda just want, you know like here's what I would do. I will have, you know, Enzo and Naya get together, but then I will have Naya fuck up the match between him and Cedric Alexander at Royal Rumble. And I would have Naya give Enzo a Samoan drop. That's yeah. what I would do. And I would just have that. that end it all and just, you know, say she used him and then, you know, not try to get the subject but become, you know, subject's friend. That's what I would do. Yes. But of course, you know, WWE just never listens. <laughs> no. So then we had 
the revival. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, we had the revival, but of course they get a fucking jobber entrance, which I was not pleased about. And by the way, they also got to have jobbers, but one of the jobbers was Bailey's soon-to-be husband, which I found out 24 hours ago. So he got to be on WWE for all of five minutes. Yeah, when the when the when the dudes were in the ring, I'm like, who the fuck is this? Yeah, I was like, who the fuck are these boys? So then, pretty much Scott and Dash freaking ended ended the match in less than five minutes. So then Charlie Caruso came to interview Dawson, and pretty much you gave them a live mic, and they did the biggest thing that you never ever do. They said the word wrestlers. They called themselves professional wrestlers. Instead of sports entertainers, they called themselves professional wrestlers. And I know somewhere backstage, Vince is like, come here, go down, Mike. Someone get your fucking phone. He's just losing his shit. And he's like throwing everything. Shit. I know he probably took off his damn headset and went back to creative and said, who the fuck gave them a goddamn live mic? Who told the the fuck said that? Somebody's getting fucking fucked. Who the fuck said that? He probably running rampant backstage, all pissed. Because in WWE, you don't say professional wrestlers. You say you are a sports entertainer, not a professional wrestler. Oh, no. But it gets worse when Charlie Caruso asked them who they wanted to, you know, have a match with at Raw's 25th anniversary next week. Pretty oh, much, God. they said, you know, that they're the best and that no one cares about, you know, all these, you know, has-beens and all that. And I'm like, oh, boy. So, I'm... <laughs> yeah, come Huh? I hope DX comes out and just whoops their ass. Kind of like how when um Lita came out and just beat the shit out of Heath Slater. Yes. Let's have that. I would love that. So I guess that, you know, they're going to involve the New Age Outlaw, Steve Austin, or maybe Shawn Michaels, or DX. So we just got to wait and see, which I'm kind of hoping. I'm guessing everybody's going to get buried next week, so I'm just... I, there's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> nothing wrong with that. So then we had another eh match. We had Roman Reigns versus the Minstaraj, which I was just like, eh. I didn't care about this match at all. Just we all knew Roman was going to win. We all knew Roman was going to win, so we're just going to scratch that. Skip that. <laughs> Skip that whole match. It was boring. It was boring and boring and boring boring. So then we had Sasha Banks versus Sonya Bill. Nah. It was kind of boring. It was Again. boring, but I think uh, the one part I kind of did like was Sonya Deville literally gave her a knee to the face, which in my head I was like, <laughs> Sonya probably was like, that was for Paige. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you <laughs> fuck you that was for Paige it ended less than 5 minutes and she got the win the one thing I don't like is that she literally comes to the, she comes in the ring with her hair and a ponytail she gets in the match and her hair is down just so she can pull her hair back up again and say put your hair up and square up I think that is the stupidest thing I've ever heard yeah Girl. I've never understood it like like, there's no point to it. Like, it doesn't add value to her character. Like, and I don't, when she comes out, I'm not like, oh, look, it's the girl with the hair. I mean, like, I do because it's annoying, but not in, like, a good way. Exactly. And the thing that pissed me off is WWE decided, the cameraman decided to, instead of 
you know, having Sonya, you know, straight when she comes out, they went straight to Paige. If you did not know, the big news is going around for like the past three days is that Paige's career is pretty much over because she had an injury at a house show thanks to Sasha, hit her in the back of the neck, and because of that, WWE doctors said she will not be what's the word? Cleared. She will not be cleared ever, and that pretty much she will not be able to wrestle again. So, WWE in good fashion decides they're just going to have the cameraman go straight to Paige. Straight to Paige. Oh, pan over. There's Sonya. And I'm just like, you sons of bitches. You <laughs> sons of bitches. You know we're all upset right now. You're just going to go, here's this Paige in her wrestling gear. Oh, wait, not, never mind. There's Sonya. And I'm just like... That's another Vince move. Oh, you want Paige? No, here's Sonya. <laughs> here's Sonya and a freaking blonde... Not blonde bombshell, but the blonde Eva Marie. Thank you. I'm glad I'm not the only one who thinks that. Oh, my gosh. I mean, they were friends on Total Divas until, you know, Eva Marie kind of, you know, stabbed her in the bag, and now she really has no friends. So. <clears throat> and then she's like, oh, I'm just better than you. Well, no, not really, but okay. Exactly. I, I don't like her character at all. I think it just needs to go away. So then we had the beautiful... The beautiful that literally the, this interest literally almost made me cry. If you did not know, Matt Hardy has become woken, not broken, even though he does own the broken gimmick now. Thank God he right. owns the broken gimmick. I am so happy he owns it. Oh, but instead of doing the whole broken gimmick again, no, he's woken, and I'm actually not mad at it. They, last week they debuted a brand new interest name and I was just like I like it a lot but he still had the Hardy Boys as the Titan trying as the graphics they still you know had the Hardy Boys so I'm like so you got the music but no graphics that okay. makes sense. that's perfect WWE fucking logic right nope this week they decide we're gonna bring in everything <laughs> they got the right Titan they, his new interest is Beautiful. When he comes out, the Titantron on the back just says Matt Hardy. And so when he goes, I will delete you, everything says broken, 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 broken. <laughs> and then it says woken, broken, broken. No, it says deleted. It says deleted, then it goes to woken, then it goes deleted again. And I'm just like, <gasps> this And then all in the background, you hear is that creepy descending laugh. And I'm like, yes. I love this. I'm like, can see if I'm, I'm like, can the CFOs just please just release the song? Release it now, so I can play it in my so I can play it in my car, over and over and over again. Please, I need it. Please. So pretty much, this was another jobber match. We had Woken Matt Hardy versus Heath Slater, which Heath Slater and Rhino, and I was just like, no, he got kids. He got kids, <laughs> Matt. He got kids. He got like ninety something kids. He got kids. Let's not kill him. <laughs> But, you know, oh, I, I, huh? Just I just don't like he went from being tag team champions to back to jobber in such a short amount of time. I was really sad about that. I was really sad. Cause he's got kids. He got a lot of kids. He has a lot of kids. So easy match. There was no Bray Wyatt this time, so I was just like, eh. But from what I'm, you know, I'm hearing They've been doing a lot of filming at Matt's house with Bray Wyatt. So I'm like, what do they have up their sleeves? I hope 
and pray we're not getting House of Horror Part 2. Because Part 1 was horrible. It was bullshit. It, it was pretty much a trap house with a bunch of fucking broken baby dolls. Pretty much. Like, it, there was no effort whatsoever in, no, in WWE Part just hanging baby dolls and having a dirty ass house is not a fucking house of horror. That is called a trap house. That is what we in the black community call a trap house. <laughs> it's horrible. So then as the main event, we got a SummerSlam rematch between Seth Rollins and fucking Finn Balor. Oh, hallelujah. And let me tell you, this match was the best. This is literally, like, along with this match, plus Braun going on a fucking rampage for an hour, this is, like, those were the two best things about this goddamn fucking episode. This was the best. The best thing about this entire episode was the fact that Seth Rollins used the fucking curb stomp. Oh my god, the curb stomp is back, ladies and gentlemen! The curb stomp is back! The but internet they just blew the off. They didn't call it the curb stop. They called it something else. What the fuck they call it? Um, blackout or something. The like blackout. That. Yeah, I think he called that when he was in NXT. I think he, that's what he called it when he was in NXT. He called it the blackout. But and I'm like, it's called the curb stop. The blackout. Call it the curb stop. Call it what it really is. The I'm internet just blew up. Like I've never seen. I mean, a couple times in the past, but like. I've never seen the internet blow up so much from one move. They literally, it made it trending. Curbstop was trending for like an hour on Twitter afterwards. And I was just like, holy fucking shit. I went fucking crazy when I saw it. I was like, oh, I thought it was banned. Cause you did not know the Curbstop got banned in, what year did it get banned? I think maybe 2015? Yeah, it was shortly after the, it was shortly after the shield broke up. Yeah. I think that's when they banned the move. So, we haven't seen the curb stomp in forever. But then they'll bring it back in 2018. Actually, I think the last time he used it was uh, at WrestleMania 31 when he was versing Randy Orton. Yeah. And he went to go for a curb stomp and Randy Orton just fucking RKO'd him out of nowhere. RKO out of nowhere! Sorry, I had to do it. So, <laughs> I'm kind of very freaking happy that the curb stomp is freaking back. I'm very... Very happy, marked out, fucking good hour. So, it, it that was the best part about this whole entire episode. So then after the match, well, the one thing that really had everyone talking for after the match was that the referee made a freaking blunder, a mistake, a botch. Botch mania happened, and everyone was talking about it. So pretty much, if you did not know, Finn had Seth and um. He had him on the ground, pinned him, and the freaking referee actually did a five count. But freaking Seth still kicked out. And I was just like, he literally counted five. He counted one, two, three, four, five. Oh, kick out! Two! I'm just like, <laughs> two? That was five! That was literally. In WWE fashion, they actually did a fucking replay. They did a fucking slow-mo <laughs> replay, and they literally saw him count five. <laughs> and Booker T was like, yep, yep, that's five. Yep, that, that's a three count. Yep, yep. <laughs> so you still had Finn and the, and the Bullet Club standing there, 
after he after the match and i was just it was kind of just awkward i was like oh god is he gonna i was like in my head i was like oh god no 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 they're gonna turn on him no 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 but they didn't i was like oh thank god so aj styles just comes out of nowhere I will fucking flip shit. I'm like, <gasps> ah! <laughs> I'm like, full reunion, full reunion. <laughs> so then I was kind of like worried. I was like, so is this the way they're going to go for WrestleMania? Because from what I'm hearing, there's a lot of rumors going around that Finn is actually going to be the one to win the Royal Rumble, but he will not be going against Brock Lesnar. No, no, no. He's got to go against AJ for the fucking title and but, go to SmackDown Live. But no, we need like, but we need Brock and Roman for the number 5,000. So he can't fix Brock. <laughs> what? They're going to be like, they're going to be old as all hell. And it's going to be like WrestleMania 45. And it's going to be Brock versus Roman Reigns. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm just, I'll just be sitting at the TV cursing, and my kids are like, why are you so mad? And I won't even know what to say. I'm like, well, why are you so mad? <laughs> because fuck Brock Lesnar! That's why! <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm really don't want this match to happen. Like, I'm going in my first WrestleMania this year. I'm really excited about it. But I know during that main event, I'm going to be on my phone. Either I'm going to be getting, you know, popcorn or getting me some merch or I'm going to be on Twitter, or Periscope. I'm going to do everything I can just to not watch this match. Just to not watch this match. I've, mm. Just do what Rachel told me to do when I saw uh, Brock at Raw. Throw something at him? Yeah, she's like, throw your shoe at Brock for me, please. I don't want, I, I would have loved to do that, but I didn't want to lose a shoe. <laughs> I'm not about <laughs> my to lose my shoe. I don't want to lose my shoe over fucking Brock Lesnar. I'm sorry. <laughs> I can't do that. Nope. Not losing my shoe over that big old freaking behemoth of a man. When his daughter looks like a goddamn foot. Sorry. Sorry, I'm not trying to talk about anybody's kids, but good God, this girl's. Everyone thought it was Photoshopped. I could have sworn it was Photoshopped. Like, this has to be Photoshopped. That girl cannot look like that. <laughs> and I found out it was real. I was like, oh, that poor girl. I know she probably gets bullied on the daily. You guys want a good laugh? Just go type in Brock Lesnar daughter. Look, it's gonna be wrong, you guys. But if you really, really need a good laugh and you're having a really bad day, just go do it. <laughs> but let's not talk about anybody's kids. That poor girl probably gets bullied on the daily, and bullying is not okay. Bullying is not okay. But good God Almighty, that poor girl. <laughs> that so on that note, do you want to talk about SmackDown? <laughs> Oh, glory. Let's talk about it. It was a glorious Rusev day. <laughs> it was a glorious Rusev day. You got to start it off because I can't remember what the hell happened at SmackDown Live. You started off because I, I was like, oh, okay, no, never mind. I do remember. So, um, so for the first, what, hour of SmackDown? Pretty much. So the first five minutes of SmackDown, I'm not going to lie, I was knocked the fuck out. I was knocked out for the first, you know, five minutes of SmackDown. When I did wake up, um, it was, uh, we had Xavier Woods and The New Day talking about the, uh, what's uh, I, like, uh, the U.S. title 
which um, got vacated after Dolph Ziggler just got heated and just left it in the ring after um what was it um what was that type of view? Oh, shit. Um, League of Champions? Clash of Champions. Yeah, Clash of Champions. Dolph won the title from, uh, oh, God. The Lone Wolf. Oh, shit. I just forgot his name. Baron Corbin. Thank you. I'm You're not welcome. good with names, guys. <laughs> You're going to have to excuse me. I forget names sometimes. So he actually won the U.S. title from Baron Corbin and a surprise and they kind of fucked me up i'm like damn it they go all my predictions out the window after that everything kind of just went downhill so we had xavier woods come out and talk about you know how jenna mahal would be a really bad you know u.s title holder and i'm just in my head i was like oh but i already know how this is gonna go knowing wwe they're gonna screw us they're gonna screw us out of hell Xavier Woods ain't getting the title. He gonna keep trying to get them tag titles because WWE logic. Because WWE likes to send out Ginger Mahal covered in baby oil. Yeah, so when the match actually started, Ginger Mahal literally came out smothered in freaking baby oil. He was just glistening like a goddamn (laughs) vampire. He looked like a glittery bitch is what he looked like. He was just glittering and all just Ugh. I'm just like, did you like literally bathe and bathe? Did you just get into a tub full of baby oil, heard your music, hop the fuck out, and then just say, okay, I'm good? I look amazing. Nah. <laughs> I look amazing. I'm gonna go out here and have this match. And as soon as he came out, I was just like, where the fuck did his abs go? That was the first thing I looked at. At first I was like, ew, why are you glistening like that? That's just disgusting. And then second off, I'm like, what the fuck happened to all your abs? Last week, you had abs of a god. Now this week, you're flabby. What the fuck is going on? It's an, it's some roids, ain't it? It's some roids. He's weaning himself off. You've been doing them roids again. <laughs> uh, we're on a completely different show, so I'll keep my mouth shut. <laughs> Let's not do Brock. Let's not. <laughs> we already had our Brock rant for today. Yeah, I'm done. <laughs> Maybe. So, this match was actually okay. It had, you know, I saw, you know, some blunders, but of course, that's gender because you can't fucking wrestle. So, as we all knew was going to happen, well, actually, what really made me mad was he actually started pulling on Xavier's hair. I was like, oh, we're going to turn to girls and pull hair? What the fuck? Right. Don't pull his hair. I was like, Damn. just fight like a girl. Don't pull his hair. What the hell? And pretty much pinned him for the one, two, three, gender one. I'm just like, whatever. I know it's going to happen. Whatever. So I was like, let's just get this bullshit over with. So then the next, uh, yeah. The, yeah, and then AJ Styles had a promo. And he called Kevin Owens and Sammy Cammy. Yes. I thought that was And they should all be referred to as such until further notice. <laughs> I thought that was fucking hilarious. I don't know if he meant to do that because he kind of looked like Renee. Like, did I just say that? It was fucking hilarious, though. Then he said he counted Kevin Owens as two people because I guess he's fat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I was like, fat jokes! <laughs> <laughs> I was like, brilliant! Fat jokes! Because we can. Oh, God. That, I don't know how that, how that match is going to be at 
the pay-per-view. I think Sammy and Kevin are gonna fuck up. They're gonna get into an argument about who is gonna pin who. Who's gonna, who's gonna pin AJ? And they're gonna end up uh, fucking up the match and AJ's gonna win. Yeah, but, I don't see him losing the title, so... I, I yeah. don't see it. I think he's. I think he's gonna take it all the way to WrestleMania. I I don't see him losing it anytime soon. No. So yeah. So then after that, I think we had the uh. The. Oh, we had some of the ladies. We got a video package from the ladies talking about the uh the women's Royal Rumble. We had Becky, all the girls of Sm- of SmackDown Live, including Sarah. I should never have a live mic in my head. Logan. That includes Tamina as well because I don't. She's like, oh, I'm gonna show these girls how to high fly over the top rope. Like, no, like. Mm. Mm, how about instead of you know trying to show these girls how to high fly off the freaking top rope? How about you learn how to get some evidence because your fucking father is a murderer? <laughs> allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. No, he fucking did it. Mm. Mm-hmm. But we're not gonna get on that. <laughs> That's just my thing. Different topic for a different time. Different topic, different fucking day. Anyways, so then we had the round two of the U.S. tournament match, Mojo Rawling between Bobby Roode. And I'm not gonna lie, I have actually been liking Heel Mojo more and more. Like, a lot of people are over it, but I'm just like, no. No, no, no. I'm kinda glad he got rid of the whole hype bros thing like first i was sad but then his freaking then he started you know having promos on twitter and i'm just like yes i was like he needs to forever be a heel i like this and his new entrance is him you know coming out to you know these you know heelish kind of music and he's has like you know yellow and black i think it's a yellow yeah it's yellow and black and i guess on the floor he starts banging the floor like dun dun Dun, dun, and he starts doing the football moves and runs towards the ring and I'm just like am I the only one who kind of likes that? <laughs> no I actually really enjoy that too it, I think bringing out a different part of him as a heel but I'm really liking it yeah I, I'm really liking this and I kind of want to see how they go with this since you know Zack Ryder's you know, career is kind of in the toilet right now so I, I kind of really want to I really want to know how they're going to go with this I hope they don't fuck it up because, you know, WWE yeah. wants to get something good going, they fuck it up. Because, like, I've never really seen him this aggressive in a match. Like, as a heel, like, I think he did a good job with. Yeah, he really did great in this match. Like, when he kind of injured uh, Bobby, he was like, oh, did I break one of your ribs, Bobby? And I was just like, you damn right you did. <laughs> I was like, in every single moment. I was yes. just like, holy shit, I like this. And so that match was actually really good. I really thought Mojo was actually going to win, even though I already knew who was going to win because I already knew what the final was going to be. So I was just oh. like, all right, let's just get this done. Let's get it over with. So it was actually a really good match. It lasted about 10, 15 minutes. And it was really good. So um, Bobby did kind of like a little bit, you know, holding his side. I don't know if he's selling it or not, but it was really, really good. And Mojo got pinned by Bobby. And Bobby was headed to the final round with Jinder 
Mahal. And I'm just Ooh, like, surprise, surprise. So, surprise, so fucking prize. So then <laughs> after Bobby won, the same brothers came and attacked him from behind because, you know, that's all they're fucking good at. It's attacking people from fucking gender. So then, you know, Bobby Roode, after he got attacked, he's like, give me Mike, give me Mike, give me Mike now. So then he was like, I want this match now. Why wait till next week? Let's have it now. And Jinder was like, no, we'll have it on my time. So then he tries to walk out. And then we see, oh, lo and behold, who's right behind him, Taylor? Mm, I don't know. Hmm. Oh, it was the SmackDown general manager fucking Daniel Bryan. Oh, so surprise, not even surprised. Fucking prize. And then he puts down his foot and says, you know what? That's a good idea. Let's have this match tonight. And so all the yes chants start happening. I'm just like, oh, that kind of shocked me. I really thought they're going to wait till next week, you know, before the go-home show of, you know, SmackDown Live before the uh, pay-per-view. So that's what I thought they were going to do. But nope, we're going to have this shit tonight. So I was just like, well, okay. All right, then. So then we go to the cool commercial because, of course, we got to go to fucking commercials. Got to get that coin in for them damn sponsors. So then we come back and it's a six woman tag match. It is um, Charlotte, Becky, and Naomi versus, of course, yet again, the Riot Squad. AKA Smiley's favorite uh, little stable that we got going on in the women's oh, yeah, division. Definitely my favorite, full of three annoying girls. Well, now, one of them I actually was a big, huge fan of in NXT, which was Ruby Riot. I was a big ass fan loved her loved her and she kind of wasn't really a heel she was more of a face yeah she yeah. was a face she was a face in nxt but then of course they brought it to the main roster and turned her a heel and i'm just like that's bullshit but whatever so then they brought her with goddamn Liv morgan aka carmella wannabe aka carmella knockoff aka Alexa Blake's knockoff slash wannabe because she has her hair in fucking pigtails and she dare she dyed her hair tips pink. AKA the girl with the most annoying theme song I've ever fucking heard. And I'm just like, oh dear God, you've been dipping in fucking Carmela's stash, haven't you? You've been dipping yeah. in her goddamn clothes. After she told you stop doing her clothes on Twitter. That was <laughs> their Twitter argument was fucking hilarious. Especially when Carmella was like, oh, so you actually see what I've been posting. I see you unblocked me. I was like, yes, Carmella, get her! <laughs> get her! <laughs> Carmella's not my favorite, but that I that, that I enjoyed. I love their Twitter going on and off. It's so funny. She's like, stay out of my wardrobe. <laughs> I was just like, you tell her, Carmella. You tell that girl. Stay out of your fucking clothes. If you did not know, they all came into NXT together. She was dating Big Cass, and Liv Morgan was dating the old annoying one, Enzo Amore. But of course, Enzo fucked up, cheated on her, and dumped her, and what's her face stayed with Big Cass. But of course, they broke up earlier this, uh, earlier last month, they broke up, which I was just like, oh, thank fucking heavens, because he is a big time Trump supporter, and I was just like, she don't need him. He can go love Trump somewhere else. She don't need that motherfucker. So, yeah, it was a <laughs> d- dumb match, pretty much. Uh, Naomi got pinned, and I'm just yelling at the TV. I'm like, why the fuck? She gotta get pinned! Like, it couldn't have... Uh, I don't it know It could have been anybody else! 
It could have been Becky. Well, not Charlotte. You can't pin the freaking t- uh, women's champ. She already been pinned once by fucking uh, Ruby. But Naomi, she's already been. First, you had her out for like three weeks. Now you have her come back to get pinned. Oh, bullshit. So that was the end of that match. So then we had the. Oh, uh, well, shit. What do we have? Oh, we had the Usos come out of nowhere. And so I was like, oh, look who it is. It's Jay Uso. Hey, you sober? You stop hitting that bottle, right? Because <laughs> if you did not know, Jay Uso got arrested a couple nights ago in Texas for a fucking DUI. And I was just like, oh, fucking shit. So they had. Is there a way to suspend him after the Rumble? Uh, no, the DUI oh. is not part of the wellness policy, so technically oh. that is his own doing, so I do not think they're actually going to suspend him because a DUI is not part of the wellness policy. They could if they wanted to, but I don't think they're going to. Unless they have him, you know, lose the titles. Right. Like in the chat and show Benjamin. But I don't know. I'm really hoping that, you know, because of Jay fucking up that they don't lose the title. So, they had a backstage interview with Charlie Caruso. No, it's not Charlie Caruso. Dasha Fuentes? Yeah, Dasha Fuentes. Da- Dasha Fuentes. And she asked them about their match. And, you know, they go against each other. like, because I'm Jimmy. That's Jay. <laughs> That's Jay. I'm Jimmy. And then Jay goes, no, I'm Jimmy. You're Jay. And they have a whole, you know, twin thing. Really cute. So then, after that, um, Sheldon Benjamin and Chad Gable came from behind and knocked them over and started to fight them. And so they said that they uh, called them chumps and called them uh, used to be champions. Um, yeah. Yeah. Or some shit like that. So that was, you know, for the whole blah, blah, bullshit. So then, you know, of course, they had to plug the Mixed Max Challenge with Shinsuke and Natalia and Finn Balor and Sasha which was actually okay. It didn't even last long. Like, I was like, I was like, the whole thing of this was the fans get to choose, you know, I thought they get to choose, you know, the stimulations and, you know, the teams, but nope, nope, nope. We only got to choose Bailey's partner and I think, was it Becky's partner? Yeah. Yeah, we only got to choose those two partners. Everyone else, WWE chose. And I was just like, bullshit, 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 bullshit. So, then we come well, back and I find... Would, huh? I wouldn't have put Shinsuke and Natalia as a... It's the fact that they had Shinsuke meowing. That's what I was yeah. just like. That's... I'm like, is that supposed to be strong, racist? Like, you went from strong, st- strong style in Japan to meowing on TV in WWE. Yeah. That is uh, now I see why Amir really does not like Shinsuke Nakamura in WWE. If you have not, you guys need to go watch him in Japan because he is a beast. From that to now, to meowing with fucking Natalia and wearing a Nightheart, not not yeah, her dad's jacket. Which I'm just like, why the fuck would you give him the fucking jacket? Yeah, I, I made no. No fucking sense, Natalia. Crazy fucking woman. So then we come back from commercial and we have another fucking video package with AJ Styles and how the hell everything happened. Blah, blah, blah. So then we come back for the finals. Jinder Mahal versus Bobby Roode. 
it was an okay match. It was very, very okay. Um, but you know, uh, of course, went to break. And I was kind of like, I was kind of in it, not in it, because I was like, I already know how this is gonna end. So then, you know, um, Bobby, not Bobby, but Gender literally almost had him, almost had him, and so, um. Bobby hits him for the uh what's what's his finisher? A glorious um Yeah, I think it is. Oh, spine buster. He hit him with oh, a spine yeah. buster. Gender counters that. Uh Bobby Road uh rolls him up for the two. Uh no, gender counters, rolls him rolls Bobby up for the two. Uh Bobby kicked out and then um hits the glorious DDT for the pin and he wins his first title on the main roster good job Bobby Roode thank you I, WWE also for not making it predictable I honestly WWE. thought Ginger was going to win and I was about to throw something I was literally about to throw my phone at my TV I'm like please do not let fucking Ginger win this US title just to have the whole foreign heel that hates the US thing and has the US title and brag and brag and brag and brag because we all know he's not really from fucking India he's from goddamn Canada <laughs> he's up there with goddamn Kevin Owens and goddamn Jericho he is not from fucking India he is from Canada, Canada. my life has been a lie <laughs> you guys been lying to us we all know where he's really from he's from fucking Canada Canada fucking duh <laughs> just like Lana's really from Tennessee that I did not know. I did, well, her family is actually is from Russia, but I did not know she yeah. was actually from Tennessee. No wonder that her husband really likes all that country shit because she likes that country shit. Huh. Oh well. So yeah. So yeah. then Bobby wins, and then we had Brian and Shane give Bobby Roode the title, and then it goes off air with Bobby Roode celebrating with the title in the air, and I'm just like, good fucking job. Let's see how long he holds the title because, from from what I thought, I really thought after the show we we're gonna have uh, what's his face come out and attack Bobby and make it a fatal three way with Bobby and Gender and oh god what is his name oh Janelle's gonna kill me uh, Dolph Ziggler yeah we're gonna have Dolph Ziggler come out attack Bobby and say you know this is my title or come out with a brand new title. Because there's, there's rumors of flowing there. There's going to be a brand new design to the U.S. title. And that Dolph Ziggler is going to come out with it. And so that's what I was waiting for. I'm like, Dolph Ziggler going to come out. Dolph Ziggler going to come out. Dolph Ziggler going to come out. Nope. He didn't come out. So I was just like, ah. It's going to be a big W with a U.S. flag in the back. <laughs> oh, dear God. It's going to look at as, as American as it fucking can be. But there is a freaking Twitter that is, um, it's kind of, there's a random, not random, but there's, how do I put this? There's a random Twitter that decided to start tweeting during SmackDown Live, and it's called WWE Vacant, and it has literally over 19,000 followers. And it, the description is, former 13-time WWE champion, have beaten the likes of Archer the Giant, Hulk Hogan, HBK, John Cena, and Daniel Bryan. Hashtag, era of vacancy. And I'm just like, who the fuck is this? And I'm just like, is this Dolph Ziggler playing a fucking joke? That's what I was hoping. 
but I don't know. I'm like, is, is that the whole thing they're gonna go now with? Kind of like what they did with fucking uh, Vince McMahon and him coming out in the black coat and going, "It's me, Austin. It was me all along." <laughs> <laughs> that was like, is that how we're gonna do this? Oh my god, it's gotta be freaking fun. It's gotta be hilarious. Do you remember back in, like, 2011 when they had that uh, mysterious raw general manager? Yes. It was Hornswoggle. Yes, I know that. I was, I was not pleased that it was Hornswoggle, but yes. Shout, shout out to Hornswoggle, my hometown boy. Hornswoggle is hilarious. But yes, I guess we'll find out at Royal Rumble because they tweeted two hours ago. They said, it's been an all-honor, bacon maniacs. See you at the hashtag Royal Rumble. So I don't know who this person is. They they just said era of vacancy, and I don't I don't know who it, I don't know. Like I don't know who this is. I don't know. I really don't know. I'm kind of hoping that it is Dolph Ziggler. The come out of nowhere. I I guess they've been tweeting since 2015, but I don't I don't know who this person is. I want to know. I just want to fucking know who this is. God damn it. <laughs> it's me. Oh, it's you, Taylor. Okay, that was easy. Don't tell anyone, though. <laughs> who am I going to tell? So, I give both Raw and SmackDown two and a half Bollywood boys, because they were just bullshit. It was just, it was boring, and the main event, that was five stars all around. I mean, the main event of Raw, five yeah. stars all around, but the show in general, two and a half Bollywood boys. The only thing that was good about that whole entire show was fucking Brian going on a rampage for an hour, destroying at least what did they say on Twitter? At least um, um I, I know they said like about sixteen thousand dollars worth of damage. Yeah, something like that. I... Some, something like that. I'm gonna find this out. I'm gonna look this up. <laughs> I am gonna find this tweet. Because I found it. <laughs> it made me fucking laugh. Sorry, that's my dog. She's underneath my bed and she's, she's, um, yeah, doing who the hell knows what. So, until it comes back, I'm giving the show a solid two. Yeah, I'm giving the show a solid two. And then for SmackDown, eh, one and a half. One and a half. Yeah. It was just boring. And it's, just, it was, it's like last week. Like, we got the same matches last week. Like, See, first, see, I haven't actually, I haven't watched SmackDown for a while for that reason because it's boring and it's the same stuff. And like, it's like you, it's the same thing every week—a six-woman tag match, plus you know a tag team match. But at least we got Fashion Files. At least we know they're gonna be there next week. See, they, they, oh yeah, by the way, Rusev Day um, is getting a match with the Extension next week, which I'm really excited. About. I'm kind of hoping they win because the Fashion Files actually got to win last week against Rusev Day which shocked me and the world I was like holy fuck the most over freaking wrestler in WWE just got whooped by the fashion files holy yeah, fuck <laughs> like I it literally I did not think I'm like how the hell do you have Rusev the most over over <laughs> wrestler in Smackdown Live lose to goddamn Breezango. Like, I'm not hating. I love Breezango. I love them so much. But, uh, uh, yeah, uh, no. No. 
So, yep, yep, yep. I can't remember this one, but whatever. I guess we're getting her in the Hall of Fame because fuck us. And then the celebrity inductee, which I'm just like, why, why, why? Who is it? Oh. It's Kid Fucking Rock. Oh, that's right. Kid Fucking Rock, aka the biggest fucking Donald Trump supporter, aka the biggest Donald Trump dick sucker, is going in the WWE Hall of Fame. Yeah. Wow. I don't know. I just don't understand the whole celebrity like inductee. Celebrity inductee. Like, I don't. I don't understand why. Like that's I don't care. Like I don't care who it is. I just don't understand why. I don't, I don't understand why either. Like it makes sense. But a Kid Rock of all people, you couldn't think of anybody else. Kid Rock. Knowing that at WrestleMania you're gonna put Kid Rock in the goddamn Hall of Fame. But on Monday, you're like, you know what? It's Martin Luther King Day. Let's make all the black people happy. And you gave the, you know, the, the 13 bell tribute to Martin Luther King. That was okay. But still say, you know, we're putting Kid Rock in the goddamn Hall of Fame. Which yeah, I don't, I, I, I don't. I question reality sometimes. I question WWE backstage all the time. Okay, I finally found the tweet that actually says what Braun did during Sorry, during the whole hour of what he did. Okay, so table security guard went through ninety dollars, forty-two inch LCD TV, four hundred dollars, art five hundred dollars, Angle's favorite lamp sixty dollars, round table one hundred and fifty dollars, table plus Kurt Hoggins ninety-five dollars, chocolate cake twenty dollars. <laughs> wait, wait, they put a value on Kurt Hawkins? They did a value on Kurt Hawkins. <laughs> Mirror and minor body damage, $10,000. Michael Cole, priceless. Braun destruction damage totals, $11,315. Jesus. <laughs> okay, you definitely forgot the semi truck that he fucking flipped over. That's had to be at least $3,000. At be least. 3, huh? At least. At least three thousand. So I would say about fourteen thousand dollars worth of fucking damage. If he didn't do any damage in the six million production room. If he didn't do any damage, but I don't think so. All he did was like push some buttons, throw some paper, and push some people. I don't think he yeah. destroyed anything. I don't think they would actually, you know, let Braun go in the production truck and destroy property if you know they weren't gonna be careful about it. I mean, if they did, you know, fuck it up, and he actually did destroy some shit, I would laugh. I'm not gonna lie. I would laugh so hard. I'd be like, he actually destroyed, like, $6 million shit that's worth $606 million? I would laugh the fuck. I'd be like, what the fuck? That's your fault. That's your fault. I'm gonna laugh. Hard. <laughs> but yeah, I'm not gonna lie. The tribute package from MLK Day, that was actually, you know, made me, you know, soft little spot in my heart. I was just like, I like that. The oh. 10 bell salute. That was nice. I want the soundtrack that they use. Just give me the music. Just give me that. I was like, can we get the soundtrack for what they use this video for? I just want that. I just want to know. Was this CFOs? Did they do this? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, CFOs, can I just get that music? Can I get that song now? That's all I want. And I also want to know where the fuck they got that cake from. I'm still wondering. <laughs> just care about the cake. I, that cake looked fucking delicious. I was the only one that was on Twitter like, can I just find out where they got that cake from Sam's Club? Like, what store did you get that from? But probably know. fake. Probably a fake cake. That wasn't fake. He actually, but he bit into it. Like he bit it. Oh. Like he ate it. So I'm like, I just yeah. want to know where they get that cake from. 
I bet that man that was standing there was probably standing there shitless. I was like, I probably would have scared as fuck. Braun is coming up to me eating cake out of my arm. I probably would have dropped the cake and would have been out that bitch. And then come back for the cake and then run. You know what I mean? The end. The end. <laughs> and then also Paige has actually been taken out of the Royal Rumble picture. Like literally that the picture that had all the females that's going to be in the Royal Rumble page has been replaced. I think she had like I think she was standing next to um Sonya Deville, I think. She was standing next to her. And she's actually been replaced with Dana Brooke. They put Dana Brooke's picture right next to Sonya Deville and everyone was up in arms. Oh my god. The little Paige fans were pit like I understand, I'm a big Paige fan too. But you can't get mad at Dana Brooke and say, you know, she took yes. Paige's spot. That's not her fault. It's WWE and her injury. You cannot be getting mad at women when they're just doing their fucking jobs. You imagine just how much people would have lost their shit if they put Sasha in her place. <laughs> oh, they probably would have fucking lost it. <laughs> because they are still on Sasha's like Instagram. Like Everything they comment is like, they'd be like, you should retire. Uh, she should be fired. Some people even said, you know, go kill yourself because, you know, you fucked up Paige's career. I'm like, whoa, that's taking it too far. Yeah, that's dark. Like, it was an accident. It was literally an accident. It was an accident. Shit happens. And then she tweeted, after my Night Raw, 2018 will be my year. And I'm just like, <laughs> I'm just like, but you won't be wrestling. <laughs> right in the feels. Right in the fucking feels. So, with that, I think we're going to totally end this because I know we're just rambling right now. So, with that, yep. I think we're going to end this until next week when we have the Raw 25 show. Oh, we're going to have a lot to talk about. Oh, God. We're going to have a lot to talk about because Jericho's coming back. Kevin Nash is coming back, guys. And yeah. JBL's <laughs> coming back. Oh, oh. Oh, and Brock's going to be back. Oh, John Cena's going to <laughs> It's hard to get excited when you don't like anyone. <laughs> but the Dolly Blades are coming back. Uh, I think a lot of females are coming back. Kelly Kelly's coming back. Um, but not Lita. I'm just like, where's Lita? Where's Lita? Where's yeah. Lita? <laughs> you have all these Didn't females. Oh, wait, no. Never mind. Actually, no. Wait, that's not Lita. Never mind. That's, uh, what's her face? That's doing the whole, uh, Mixed match challenge. Uh, um, fuck, what is her name? God damn it, I forgot. Damn it, what is her name? Well, I, I, she's coming hmm. back too. I forgot her name. But Raw 25 is going to be filled with people. I am so excited for this. Every single superstar, including Stone Cold Steve Austin. After he said he was not coming back to WWE, he is coming back for World 25. And the My one, childhood is coming back. And the one person that everybody wants to see, even though he literally got a shout-out, not a shout-out, but he was number two on the top 25 best raw moments, CM Punk. They actually put CM Punk in the top 25 raw moments as his pipe bomb. They yeah, I was like, holy shit. Two. So I was just like, whoa. CM Punk actually on a WWE Network? What year is this? What's going on? Does Vince know about this? Does Vince know about this? <laughs> God damn it, who put him in the fucking highlight reel? Who put him in the highlight reel? Somebody get a fucking fire. Burn <laughs> now! Get him off there. Get, the, get CM Punk out there now. Get him off. 
<laughs> that was horrible, terrible. I know Amir probably is laughing at us trying to do Vince McMahon. There's only one person that can do Vince McMahon, and that person is Amir. Don't laugh at us, we can't do yeah, it. Our voices are not my, deep enough. My attempts are just like maybe a C at the best. Like, <laughs> our attempts are horrible. I don't have a deep voice, I'm sorry. But with that, we're going to end this because we're literally just been rambling for like a good hour, maybe? Yeah, we've been rambling for like a good hour. So with that, we're going to end again. <laughs> I'm Tracy. This is Taylor. This has been the TNT Podcast.